Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Steady. Tomorrow they'll be right around 60 with more clouds than sun. A little breezy at times. A little breezy on Thanksgiving, but sunny in mid-50s. I'm WTOP meteorologist Lauren Ricketts. It's 53 degrees in Rockville. This is where you turn when the weather threatens. WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. And good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, breaking news, Israel and Hamas reach a deal to free hostages in exchange for daily pauses in fighting to bring in more aid. A victory for gun rights in Maryland. The governor is disappointed. I'm Dick Iuliano. A new program in Prince George's County will provide funds to those who need it most. I'm Valerie Pong. A popular public library branch is closing for a two-year renovation. I'm Dick Iuliano. And it was a pretty good uh, day if you don't count all this rain. We're going to try to improve things now. 12 minutes. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Stacey Lynn. Israel agrees to a deal. There will be a pause in fighting with Hamas that includes the release of 50 hostages over a four-day period. The Israeli government approved it. Hamas then welcomed it. The first hostage exchange of the month-and-a-half-old latest Mideast war. Coupled with a short time out in the fighting and the Israeli attacks that have followed the October 7th Hamas attack. There's going to be a pause in fighting when these... 50 hostages are released and 150 Palestinian prisoners. But this pause in fighting could actually be extended if Hamas agrees to release more prisoners. CBS's Robert Berger in Jerusalem. U.S. officials expect at least three Americans to be among those released. They say the first group could number more than 50. In addition to that, correspondent Margaret Brennan says Israel would allow 300 trucks per day to go into Gaza including those carrying fuel for generators in hospitals. Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu insists... We have a difficult decision, but it's the right decision. The war effort will not be hurt. Tom Fody, CBS News. Well, back here in the U.S., the great holiday getaway is on. Millions of people taking trains, planes, and automobiles to their destinations. With the roads and airports already jam-packed, Jennifer Bonham at Chicago's Union Station said she's glad she's taking a train. But definitely more room, more leg room, walk around, um, nice, you know, cafe cart that you can sit there and look at the scenery while you eat your food and have coffee. A massive blow to Binance, the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange. The company agreed to a roughly $4 billion settlement with the U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland on the charges. Binance has agreed to plead guilty to willfully violating the Bank Secrecy Act, knowingly failing to register as a money-transmitting business, and willfully violating the International Emergency Economic Powers Act. He says the settlement's one of the largest corporate penalties in U.S. history. North Korea's first military spy satellite's been placed into orbit. Reporter Alex Jensen in Seoul. Seoul's immediate position is that it's analyzing the launch while maintaining a robust defense posture with U.S. forces. Well, many people in a small New Hampshire town are thankful for this guy. Jeffrey Holt's been living in a trailer park. He basically had nothing, no furniture, no TV, computer, or car. He rode around town on a riding lawnmower. When he died recently, a big secret was revealed. He was a multimillionaire and left his fortune to the town of Hillsdale. $3.8 million invested towards education, health, recreation, and culture. This is CBS News. 
Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. Shop Black Friday every day and get the best new deals all month long, only at Lowe's. Shop the lowest prices of the year on select major appliances and save an extra $100 for every $800 you spend on select major appliances. Plus, get your home ready for the season with Holiday Living 100-count LED string lights. Was $8.98, now $4.98. Because Lowe's knows deals. Valve through eleven twenty two. While supplies last. Selection varies by location. Appliance savings vary based on purchase amount. Exclusions apply. See Lowe's.com for details. WTOP at 12.03. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, November 22nd, 2023. Rain tapers as we head towards daybreak. Winds die down low in the 40s and 50s before we're done. Good Wednesday morning. We thank you for taking us along for your midnight hour ride. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. The rain is sticking around for a few more hours. It's made for a really tough Thanksgiving getaway, as you might imagine. Let's go live now to WTOP meteorologist Lauren Ricketts with the latest for us this morning. Well, we're finally seeing some clearing back off to the west. The heaviest rain is falling east of I-95. If you're in southern Maryland, Prince George's County, Anne Arundel County, going down through Calvert, St. Mary's, yeah, you're getting a lot of heavy rain, especially Prince George's County, uh, eastern side of the Beltway, and then going up even into Montgomery County and Baltimore. So heavy rain will continue to push to the north and east. This is the last little gasp of this rain. Uh, it will continue to push up towards Philly. As we get over the next hour or two, I do expect by about 2 a.m. for most of it to be out of our area. We could see a few lighter showers, but most of it will be done. We'll have the fog settle in at that point. And in fact, it's already here. We'll talk about that for tomorrow morning. We'll also talk about Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving looks beautiful but chilly. That's all coming up in just a few minutes. All right. Thanks, Lauren. We will have the complete forecast for your holiday weekend with Lauren in the minutes ahead. Stay with us. 12.05 on WTOP Wednesday morning. A federal appeals court has struck down Maryland's handgun licensing law. It's a victory for gun rights advocates and a disappointment to Maryland's governor, Wes Moore. In a two-to-one ruling, the appeals court has found that Maryland's law requiring gun buyers to submit fingerprints and take a four-hour firearms safety course is unconstitutionally restrictive. Mark Pennock, president of the gun rights group We Shall Issue, which brought the lawsuit, says the ruling should be celebrated. This is a common-sense decision. It reaffirms the right that's inherent and explicit in our Constitution. The state of Maryland has two weeks to request a rehearing, saying he's disappointed. Governor Wes Moore says his administration is looking at all options and reviewing the ruling. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. WTOP at 12.05. Thankful for your donations. A local food bank on the increased need it sees in the in at least one community right now. Volunteers and staffers load up food for distribution at Mana Food Center's warehouse in Gaithersburg. Mana CEO Jackie DiCarlo says with the end of many pandemic-era benefits, more families need food assistance each month from nonprofits like hers. We've been seeing in the 5,000s every month, whereas at the height of the pandemic, we were more in the 4,000s. The pressure from high prices is being felt at every economic level. Donations, food, and financial are down a bit, she says. And we're just hoping that people who we understand 
understand are feeling constrained with their own food bills and such will dig a little bit deeper um, for those who really are very vulnerable. Kate Ryan. WTOP News. WTOP News time, 12.06 Wednesday morning. The cost of living in our region can make it tough for some people to make ends meet these days. A new pilot program locally in Prince George's County will help some families get a financial boost. This program is really about supporting people and their personal dignity. Tonya Wellens, president and CEO of the Greater Washington Community Foundation, said the launch of Thrive Prince George's is about helping bridge a gap in income for families. If you are um, sort of um, barely making ends meet, it is absolutely impossible to to make good decisions. The public-private partnership will provide monthly payments of $800 to 50 young adults ages 18 to 24 who are aging out of foster care, as well as to more than 125 seniors ages 60 and up. The payments will run for two years and they will have support of several local nonprofits. It's not just handing out a cash and leaving them to their own. Applications are expected to open in December and the first payment should arrive early next year. Valerie Balk to be a TOP News. WTOP at 12.07. This month's election in Virginia was extremely close and unpredictable. It eventually decided the Democrats would gain the General Assembly in Richmond. But there was one person who predicted it with 100% accuracy. WTOP's Nick Ainelli tells us he is a college student. For Chaz Nuttycomb, a 24-year-old Virginia Tech senior, predicting state legislative races has become his whole life. I've been doing this for six years, and the first three it started out as a hobby. The last three years, I've seen it as a potential career. And that's his plan when he graduates, to continue on with the work he started as a state politics expert through his website, C-Analysis. Nutty Comb just had his best election yet, predicting the winners in all 140 seats in Virginia's recent election. We calculated how all these districts voted going all the way back for the last four years. It was extremely close and hard to predict as Democrats came out ahead by the narrowest of margins, now holding just a one-seat majority in both the Senate and House of Delegates. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Wednesday morning, November 22nd, 12.08. Good morning. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Good morning to Rich Hunter at the WTLP Traffic Center. Uh, good morning, Dean. Traveling southbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Before you get down the 410 again, the crash remains along the left side. Stay right to get by. Northbound Parkway slow as you head north of 450 past 410. Standing water along the left side, you stay right to get by that. Over in Bethesda, MacArthur Boulevard remains closed between Mulhunding Road and Clara Barton Parkway as a result of a downed wires from an incident that occurred earlier today. And still no word on when that will reopen. And over at the Bay Bridge, again, limited wind restrictions remain in effect. But you've got three lanes open westbound, two lanes open eastbound. Just be careful approaching. Uh, still have that high standing water in the intersection at Canal Road and Arizona Avenue. Again, please watch your speeds approaching about six inches of water in the middle of the intersection there. So you kind of squeeze right to get by. 66 eastbound near the Prince William Parkway crash completely wrapped up and cleared. They also cleared the crash on 70 spikes. It was a downed tree near 70 Pound in Williams Gap Road in Loudoun County. That has been wrapped up and cleared. They also cleared a crash on Arcola Mills Drive at Arcola Boulevard. Again, lanes reopened there as well. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X. At fitsmall.com, that's the Fitzway. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. As we've been telling you this early midnight hour on WTOP this Wednesday morning, the rain is sticking around for a few more hours. That weekend forecast for the holiday, let's go live to get that from WTOP meteorologist Lauren Ricketts this morning. 
Yeah, it's looking a lot better as we head into the holiday. But for holiday travel, oh, it's been a little bit of a nightmare for everybody if you are traveling today or traveling tonight. Now, the good news is the rain is pushing to the north and east out of our region. The heaviest rain continues to move pretty quickly out of Prince George's County, even though you're still seeing some heavy rain. And up towards the uh, Annapolis area, that will continue to push towards Philadelphia. And so give it another hour or two. This swath of rain, the heaviest, will be out of our area. Still could see a few little quick showers pushing by. But for most of us, we will start to really dry out overnight. Winds will start to come down as well. I know we're seeing some gusty winds, especially on our eastern shore. Those will come down as well. The fog will stick around. And as we were saying, Rich was saying, we've got the ponding on the road. So that's going to be with us overnight through tomorrow morning. It's going to be difficult to see. There could be some more trees down, even though the winds will subside. But given how saturated the ground is, there could be some more trees down by daybreak. Uh, tomorrow looking a lot better. Now it's going to be cloudy. Temperatures are going to be back into the 50s and low 60s tomorrow. The breeze will pick back up tomorrow afternoon and continue through the first half of your Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving morning is going to be chilly, but it will be sunny. Temperatures are going to be in the low 40s with a wind chill in the 30s on Thanksgiving morning, but by the afternoon, it'll be in the mid-50s with plenty of sunshine. Your Friday morning looks good for shopping. Again, it'll be chilly, but you can leave the umbrella at home on Black Friday. Temperatures will be in the 40s and 30s on uh, Black Friday morning, warming up into the 50s, and then this weekend looks fine. Sunday looks good to come back. We're watching a coastal system, but it looks to stay off the coast. 54 right now in Washington. Uh, Waldorf coming in at 61. Gaithersburg at 51, so you can see how it's cooling down off to the west, and uh, Manassas at 49. All right, thanks, Lauren. As always, brought to you this time around in the midnight hour on WTOP Bay. Long fence. Save 25% on long fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. Let's check your money news. Here's Jeff. Existing home sales fell to a 13-year low last month, down 15% from a year ago. Home improvement chain Lowe's has cut its full-year sales forecast by a billion dollars on a slowdown in demand for big-ticket items like appliances. Giant Food and Shady Brook Farms turkey giveaway is a big one this year, donating 11,000 turkeys to D.C. area nonprofits for families. The Dow lost 63 points Tuesday. The Nasdaq closed down a half percent. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Checking Asian markets this early morning in the midnight hour. The Nikkei is up this morning by 101 points. The Kospi is up two points. The Hang Seng down, though, by almost 14. The Shanghai is off nine. Good morning. Welcome in to WTOP. Time now is 1213. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. The walk to end HIV is more than just a fundraiser at Whitman Walker. It has symbolized for 37 years our continued efforts to fight stigma and save lives. On the morning of Saturday, December 2nd, join us as one community to show your support of Whitman Walker's programs and services and to end the HIV epidemic in D.C. once and for all. Register today for free at walktoendhiv.org. Want to know what's on the road ahead of you? Check with WTOP for traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. They're a must for every driver. Okay, you've got your seatbelt on, you've got the car started. What's next? Check my mirrors. Uh, Check the
the traffic report on WTOP. Now you got it. WTOP traffic updates anytime you're on the road. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome in in the middle of your week, this midnight hour, November 22nd, 2023. If you're just joining us, the rain that you see out there will taper as we head towards daybreak. Lauren says the winds will die down as well in the next couple of hours or so. 40s and 50s for the actual low before we're done. We're at 57 in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. It's 1214 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. Israel's cabinet has approved a ceasefire deal with Hamas this week that would bring a temporary halt to a devastating war that has stretched on for more than six weeks now. The Israeli government says under this deal, Hamas is to free 50 of the roughly 240 hostages it is holding right now in the Gaza Strip over a four-day period, and the pauses in fighting would be extended by an additional day for every 10 hostages released. This morning, Jonathan Schanzer. Vice President for Research at the Foundation for Defense of Democracies joins our Dimitri Sotis to talk about the significance of this development. Sure. Well, I think uh, this was very much expected. The Israelis have been pushing for a ceasefire from almost day one if it included the release of hostages. Uh, the hostages are the top priority. We're going to see somewhere between 50 and 80 released. It appears it'll be mostly uh, women and children, uh, men of fighting age between, let's say, 18 and 50 will likely be excluded. Maybe there'll be some injured uh, men that will be sent back, but we're not sure. Um, this has been done through the offices of the Qatari government, which, of course, is somewhat odd because the Qataris are sponsors of Hamas. They are financial patrons, and they have allowed Hamas to maintain a uh, headquarters in Qatar. So uh, the optics of it are a bit strange, but uh, a deal is imminent. There will likely be somewhere between four and seven days of quiet. That, of course, does not preclude Hezbollah, the Houthis, or other groups uh, from waging war. So it remains to be seen how quiet the Middle East will be after Gaza goes quiet. From your understanding of this, would Israel have ever agreed to such a deal without some confirmation that the hostages are still alive? And I ask because it wasn't just men, fairly young men taken. There were older people, babies, uh, people that do not do well, uh, if I could put it that way, as as blunt as it is, in captivity. Look, I, I think the Israelis have um, had signs of life, whether it's been um, gleaned from their own intelligence or whether it's been provided to them by Hamas or Qatar or maybe even other intelligence agencies. I think they know who they wanted They were able to identify their top priorities in terms of folks that they wanted to have returned home. I am sure, though, that there are hostages that have died in custody, either on the attack of 10-7 or the days subsequent to that. Uh, And, of course, that is something that the Israelis are going to have to grapple with uh, at whatever point Hamas either releases that information. There was actually one announcement today by Hamas that one of the hostages died in captivity. I think the number of, you know, of hostages, you know, it's been listed as 240. I think that number will be revised downward after this exchange takes place. I think the Israelis will begin likely to begin to break the bad news to the public, and it will be devastating. In our final few seconds, there's no way to 100% know for sure, but could you see Hamas taking the deal further? That is, after 50 are released for additional hours of peace and no fighting that they would let 10 more people go per day. Yeah, we've seen actually that up to 80 
is on the table right now. So we could see seven days of a ceasefire. That is quite possible. Uh, but I think anything beyond those 80 is hard to imagine. And I do believe that the Israelis are eager to get back to the business of finishing this fight. Foundation for Defense of Democracy Senior Vice President for Research. That's Jonathan Shanzer in a conversation with our Dimitri Sotin. Quick look at the top stories we're following. Israel approves a hostage release deal recapping with Hamas. The deal would release a set number of hostages in exchange for Israel halting fighting for an extended period. Guns rights advocates cheering this morning in Maryland after a major decision from an appeals court. Keep it here for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Good Wednesday morning, November 23rd, 1218. Over to Rich Hunter now on the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, still cleaning up one crash, actually two crashes on 95 in Virginia. Southbound, as you head south of the exit for Quantico, exit 148 near Mamarker, 145 at last check, still squeezing by the crash. Single file to right. Northbound side of 95, the crash just before Dumfries Road. Looks like it's now on the right shoulder in two locations. Uh, just south of the exit for uh, Dumfries Road, exit 152. But again, approach with caution. Just take it easy out there. That's an area where we usually have problems with standing water, so be aware. For now, 395 north and south, no incidents in your way. Uh, Beltway through Maryland and Virginia for the moment, okay so far. Uh, Branch Avenue southbound, the area of Coventry Way. Authorities were on the scene of the crash. Unclear what might be blocked there. Just be careful approaching. And at last check, southbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway, before you get down to 410, the crash remained along the left side. Traffic squeezing by, single file to the right. Northbound was slow, headed north to 410. That as a result of standing water along the left side of the roadway. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. And it's a rainy morning. In case you didn't know that by now, let's go live now to WTOP meteorologist Lauren Ricketts, who says it's going to go away. It is going to go away. And it's you promise, moving. you promise. I promise, I promise. It's moving pretty fast out of here. Uh, in fact, Dean, and, uh, the heaviest rain was setting up just east of the city of D.C. We're talking about uh, eastern shore, uh, uh, going out to eastern Maryland. Uh, really, all of this is now pushing to the north and east, so that's good for our area. So, Waldorf, you are getting inundated with uh, rain, La Plata. Yeah, all now moved east of you. Now it's definitely moving into the Chesapeake Bay and again off towards the eastern shore up towards Wilmington, uh, uh, Delaware and up towards uh, Philadelphia. So a lot of the heavy rain is pushing out of our area as I'm speaking. We're still seeing some rain filling back in towards Fredericksburg and we get still a few more showers here and there, but most of the rain out of here, especially as we go through about 2 o'clock. The winds will settle down as well if you're seeing gusty winds. The flooding's still going to be there. We are seeing some flooding, especially in the usual areas, as Rich was saying, and of course along the coastal areas, uh, and that's going to continue through high tides. So we are going to be dealing with that through the overnight into tomorrow morning. Of course, it is dark, and it is going to be uh, difficult to see some of the standing water out there. So be careful. We also have some power outages, but of course as the uh, winds die down, hopefully those will get a little bit better. Uh, tomorrow looks uh, good. Partly cloudy to mostly cloudy. We will be dry tomorrow. Maybe a little bit of drizzle here and there, especially higher elevations. But we're dry. Temperatures are going to be in the 50s and low 60s. And then by the time we get into Thanksgiving, we'll be breezy in the morning. Winds will settle down throughout the day. Chilly in the morning. Temperatures in the low 40s with a little bit of a wind chill. But we'll warm into the mid-50s by Thanksgiving afternoon with plenty of sun. Now your Black Friday shopping looks good. Leave the umbrella at home. Temperatures will be in the 50s for Black Friday. And then your Saturday 
today. Temperatures only around 40, but still dry. Sunday looks good as you're coming back. For now, uh, we don't have any rain in our area. We do have a little coastal system we're watching that looks to stay off the shoreline. And then maybe a little bit of snow in the Ohio Valley. But looks dry for our area for Sunday as everybody makes their safe return. 54 right now in Washington. Annapolis at 57. So still a little warmer to the east. Winchester now coming in at 43 and dry. All right, thank you, WTOP meteorologist Lauren Ricketts. With the latest on your holiday forecast in the rain, she says is going away and has made things complicated. Of course, for the Thanksgiving getaway underway right now, we're hearing now from WTOP's own Ralph Fox this morning, who recently left the WTOP newsroom. Definitely some challenges getting from Chevy Chase to Columbia. A lot of folks overdriving the conditions, a lot of leaves, debris in the roadway. Once I made it out to the Capitol Beltway, a lot of trucks out there, so road spray definitely an issue. Also, as I'm on the inner loop on the outer side, you got a lot of folks in the left lane hitting that standing water, causing it to splash into the oncoming traffic. Once I got to Columbia, just some minor standing water issues. All in all, not so bad, but could have been worse for sure. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. All right, thanks, Ralph. Everybody be safe out there. We'll keep you updated with traffic and weather on the 8s. All you need to do is keep your dial right where it is, 103.5 FM, WTOP.com, and, of course, free always on the WTOP app. And coming right up this morning on WTOP This Half Hour. Another Montgomery County High School principal leaves the job mid-year. I'm Kate Ryan. If you're 19 or older with certain underlying medical conditions such as asthma or diabetes, you can get vaccinated against pneumococcal pneumonia, a potentially serious bacterial lung disease that can disrupt your life for weeks. If you're 65 or older, it is also recommended you get vaccinated against pneumococcal pneumonia. No matter the season, talk to your doctor about vaccination today and learn more at lung.org slash protect yourself. A message from the American Lung Association in collaboration with Pfizer. Good Wednesday morning, November 22nd. Glad you're with us. 1224 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. A woman has been sentenced after pleading guilty in the case of a boy found dead in a suitcase in Indiana. A Louisiana woman faces 25 years in prison for her involvement in the death of a five-year-old Atlanta boy whose body was found last year in a suitcase in rural southern Indiana. Don Elaine Coleman from Shreveport pleaded guilty to conspiracy to commit murder in connection with Cairo Omar Jordan's death. His body was found in a wooded area about 35 miles northwest of Louisville, Kentucky in April 2022. An autopsy found that he died from vomiting and diarrhea that led to dehydration. His mother, a suspect in the case, remains at large. I'm Norman Hall. Here at home, a local Montgomery County high school principal is wrapping up a 30-year career, the second to leave mid-year. Mark Cohen, Seneca Valley High School principal, has led the school for nearly 14 years, but he's leaving at the end of the month. He's got 30 years in education. The plan all along was to retire at the end of the school year. It's, it's always a little messy when you leave in the middle of the year, but it happens all the time. But Cohen is the second county high school principal to announce he's leaving. The Clarksburg High School principal is retiring effective January 1st. Do the mid-year departures signal a problem? Cohen says he can't speak for others, but that he got a great opportunity. I started looking at different options and different 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 consulting firms. I've, I've, I've done some a fair amount of that work over the years uh, through a national organization. And one of them matched. In Germantown, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. 
Think Red. Our first midnight hit Wednesday morning with Frankie. After scoring just 40 points in a loss last weekend at Villanova, Maryland men's hoops rebounding nicely.